Hello, brothers and sisters. Welcome to another episode of End Time America. Uh, I've not been too regular at putting these out. Had a lot of hindrance and uh, opposition to my podcast. Matter of fact, every time I do a podcast, uh, well, I've told you about it in the past. But, you know, I'm a, just to be up front, and I struggle. I'm a horrible Christian. I, uh, my biggest issue is these people are just, when they hurt you, you get angry. You got your window down? Yeah. When they hurt you, you get angry, and I lose my, I, I lose my coal. I'm already in a lot of pain, and then with the additional pain of those attacks, and you get angry. And you know, we should, according to the Constitution and the natural law, we're, we have the ability and the right to defend ourselves and protect and defend our lives. And the uh, sad part is, is they ever moved all your rights. And uh, it's all been staged, one one little chip at a time. And uh, there's something that's been in the, in my mind this week, and I haven't been able to get it out. And if you watch history about Hitler and how he took over Germany and then drove it into total destruction, almost to the last man to his, to the death. And that was a planned war, according to the globalist. It was uh, the second of three global wars. And uh, if you study what how he did it, he was he claimed to be socialist. At first, in order to grab control over the country, he started. He always claimed there was an enemy. The enemy was. The communist. So as he was, he was, he kept stating that we need to protect ourselves from the communists, the communists, the communists. So he he started open conflict in the German society with the communists, trying to eradicate them. Many people died. Many people died. And then once he had power, there was a new enemy. It was that new enemy that they had to deal with. It was one of the tribes of Israel, just one. It was the Jews. But as as they as they finished their war with uh, between the socialist, the democratic socialist, I think is what he called his party, and and the communist. There was an event that took place that locked in power and set the stage for the annihilation of, or the attempted eradication of the Jews. And that was the Night of the Long Knives. And then I, one of the things that had been coming to my head is there's a, uh, there's a Catholic prophecy that's out. I, I don't understand how it, it, it just, I can't, cannot find it in scripture. 
but it, it's called the three days of darkness. And according to their prophecy, that it's going to turn dark for three days. And during those three days, you got to tape up your windows to be sure that no light goes out. And you must stay inside. You must be quiet and use candles for light. If you hear screams, if you hear somebody calling your name, it sounds like one of your relatives. You're not, not to open the door. Because everybody outside will be tortured or killed or something according to this prophecy. Now, if you're if if you're a Bible scholar and you know where that's at, please send me a message to endtimesaints at yahoo.com. I'd like to understand it better, but I cannot place it in Scripture. And according to Scripture, we're to verify everything in Scripture. Which brings us back to the Gospel. The Gospel of today. If you read uh, uh, Matthew Henry's Concordance, the, math, the, the gospel we're being taught today is totally different from the gospel that they were taught in the 1900s, in the 1800s, in the 1700s when this country was created. But when this country was created, they had 88 books in the Bible. They had the uh, Bible with the Apocrypha. In the Apocrypha is what the prophecies that created America, and it's the prophecies about end time for our people as we approach the end of days. It's, it's all the prophecies that verify our 66 books of the Bible. It's all those prophecies that verify that with the addition. But the 66 books, they, they talk about these books. They talk about the book of Enoch. They talk about the book Life. There's there's actually a book Life, and I don't know where it's at. It's probably in the Catholic archives. They've collected everything from the past and what they couldn't take. They burnt by, by destroying the libraries. And, but that's which brings up another topic: salvation. You know, there there was not there's not a prayer of salvation in the scripture. I was thinking about this last night. There's not in scripture a prayer of salvation. What it demands in scripture for you to do is that you must uh, repent. And change your ways and believe in Jesus Christ as being your Lord and Savior. And it says to study. You're supposed to study to show yourself approved. You're supposed to take everything that everybody teaches and verify it by the Word of God. And nowadays that's just that's as alien as picking up a book. People don't read anymore. I think myself, when I think about what I was taught as a kid and how it's changed as 
I'm an older adult, is that in the 70s, there was a movement that went through, and that was the period where the churches went from being holy to where when you walked in them, you were convicted of your sin just by the holiness of the people inside the church. That was the that was when all this stuff started changing, and the gospel went from a gospel of righteousness and the pastor speaking about end times and and hell and fire and brimstone. And they they after the seventies, as they got into the eighties, they started changing all this. And then when they hit the nineties, they changed the laws, which corrupted not only our churches, it corrupted our cities, our towns. Hospital costs went through the roof. Until then, hospitals had had enough extra cash because they were limited as a nonprofit. The most you could pay an employee was sixty thousand a year, and they had so they had all this money in this hopper that was used to take care of the poor, and that's how they cared for. The, the less fortunate in our society. And then when they changed the laws, our, all of a sudden the city mayors, managers demanded a uh, uh, million dollar salaries. Medications went up to the point that people can't afford them. Hospital costs shot up. They quit taking care of our infrastructure because it was the responsibility of the towns and the cities and the street department to take care of the roads and stuff. And then they started shifting that responsibility over to the government. And that's why our infrastructure is falling apart. It's because of that one law. That one law devastated our economy. It, it destroyed our country. And it corrupted our society. That one law. That's all. One law they changed. And, and I think the people that were in office when it changed was Clinton's. And then we know their history with this nonprofit fiasco, how they've used it to benefit. And the reason I know this stuff is I was involved in, in a, a race and I was raising money and it was a hard race to get it took over a million dollars to compete. And so I was raising money. So one of the things I was trying to put together in order to make it appealing for businesses was an educational program in the schools so the kids could learn about the globe, about the ocean, about weather, about different components uh, that you had to know to survive out on the ocean. And then I was going to Back then, it was a new thing, being able to send video back. So I was going to upload video and, and be able to communicate with these students on a particular day of the week, talk to them and, and, and let them see where I was located. And then they could look it up and plot my position on a chart. And we were going to provide them with charts and everything they needed. It was a around-the-world sailboat race single-handed and uh but that's what what i was working on that's how i found out about nonprofits, and and that's how i found out about i because i i was looking into it as a way to by the using the nonprofit, i was gonna uh pay myself a salary and the most i could pay myself was sixty thousand a year and uh so i, I learned all this and uh then after 
after it was over with, I seen how they corrupted everything. And uh, then I watched these 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 towns. They're not even really towns. They're just kind of they're not large cities. They're towns with you know maybe a hundred, a few hundred thousand people, and they were retiring <laughs> on. Uh, uh, what they got from uh, their contracts, and they they say everybody wanted a contract instead of uh, uh, to treat it like a it was a uh, uh, public service. So, you know, before then it was a public service. When you got elected to go into an office, they asked you to they asked you. Uh, there you go. They asked you, uh, you know, basically you did it as a public service. You were you were a servant of the people of your community. And then that changed, too, because once they had it incorporated, then they became kind of like dictators. And then all of them wanted, all of the mayors wanted to create uh, a metropolitan city. You know, they all wanted to take their power and and then they started applying for all the and that's you know i noticed that in the small town where i came from they 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 started uh oh i gotta get your lease i'm out walking my dog and uh but uh they all wanted to build something to uh you know they they wanted to change the cities and the policies were set up and established to destroy the cities basically they were going to force the old people that lived there to move and they were going to bring in new people so it destroyed the cohesion of the of the city the the fact you know mo until then if you were in a town or city you knew everybody you uh you felt safe there if something happened you all would unite together well that no longer is it like that everybody is an individual they don't have any cohesion where people gather together. People don't help each other anymore. They uh, uh, count on the the government. That's why you, that's why people don't go out to fires anymore. When I was a kid, uh, the neighbors would go out. If there was a fire nearby, people, the men would go help. They'd send out a volunteer fire department, and the police department was a. Uh, public service it, it, it grew out of if you watch the old westerns they 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 hired they created a, a security to protect businesses inside their towns and slowly it built up power to where it is today good it was during that period of time and those changes that changed our society and corrupted our churches and created these mega churches and brought in this new gospel. Because until the 70s, it was a gospel of righteousness. And after the 70s and 80s, after mid 80s, it started turning into a gospel of uh, uh, acceptance. You just accepted everybody and you just loved everybody. So there was no there was no. Uh, There was no need to be righteous anymore. There was no need to read the scripture anymore. You'd go to church. You'd repent. If you did something wrong, it, it started turn, turning into more like a 
uh, a weekly confessional. And I never thought of that before, but that's true. They, they kind of uh, pointed it in that direction. But that, that Jesus movement is what changed the church environment to where we're no longer uh, churches that when you, I, I, when I was a kid, man, you'd walk, as soon as you stepped on church property, you felt like you were in a different land. You, you were in a presence of holiness because the people there were holy. They lived holy lives. And then because of their holiness, your heart was convicted. And there's not people in a church anywhere that has holiness that convicts anybody anymore. And if you've got a re relationship with God right now, I just seen, I, I'm going to add it in the description. And I'm going to add some additional videos because there's some things I want to talk about that I'm going to add from the horse's mouth. Uh the technology and how they can destroy a person that is in opposition to this global government. And I'll add separate videos to this one so that you can stop it when I talk about it and go play that short segment, listen to what he's saying, and come back and listen, and then I'll have a few more of them. I'm going to try to do it that way. I don't know if technology's kind of outpaced me a little bit. Only reason I know how to use a computer is because when I was doing that boat race, I had to do my own marketing and stuff. And and uh, my girlfriend at the time was uh, an accountant and a CPA from Harvard. And she had a MacBook or one first one of the first uh, laptops, and so she taught me how to use those. And so between her and I, we created that campaign. She passed away a few years ago in a car accident. She is a wonderful lady. And um, I, uh, but anyway, getting back on subject, I'm getting off track a little bit. So all this stuff started changing and, and because it happens slowly, because this false doctrine enters the church slowly over time because it's like this the courts of heaven doctrine they got a new doctrine that's out now uh, the courts of heaven you've got to go to the court of heaven and, and 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 have all the sins of your life removed and and then you know it's kind of it, i cannot find it in scripture That's why it says you got to be careful about what you listen to and the people that present this doc these doctrines to you because they'll take there might be a, a segment that's kind of true, but they'll create a whole series of books out of it, and those series of books will turn into doctrine, and then they'll go in and have revivals and teach that over a week period in the church, and then it'll take root in that church, and then uh, you've got a you know, five, six hundred, two thousand people that are off on in the wrong direction. And uh, that's why it says in the scripture, you're to read the scripture to get this new wine into the old wine skin. And then when you renew yourself, you become a new man. And then you get baptized, declaring this publicly that you have uh, 
you are a new man. You have been raised from the dead. And, and the burial in water and the resurrection symbolizes that as an outward sign to the public of the transition of your life. And we've totally removed, we've totally removed the most important step of the Christian environment. And that was, you had to get the word of God into you to change your heart, change your mind. So no longer would you be working towards your goals, towards your desires, towards your kingdom, towards building up what you wanted. You would be working to create God's kingdom. And that's, and since we've removed that, we've turned the gospel into this thing to where you go to church on a Sunday, you repent, and then the rest of the week you build your kingdom. Because nobody knows what the word of God says. So when, we're, when the church is under attack from all these outside sources, nobody knows how to counter it because nobody knows the word of God. Nobody knows the attacks that's coming because nobody studied prophecy. And a lot of the prophecy that that uh, warns you and prepares you for the attacks we're now under are in the books that they've removed from the gospel. And you're going to have Christian pastors justify why they removed them from the gospel. It was the Catholic Church that removed them. It wasn't a Christian church. It wasn't a Protestant church. And if I'm not mistaken, it's the same meeting that they removed those books was the same meeting they established the proper way to deal with Jews. And according to their statements at that meeting, they said that a Jew should be forced to wear a symbol on his shirt on the outside of his clothing, designating himself as a Jew. He should be made to do an honest day's work and that he could be killed after one warning. All those are policies that the Germans adopted during World War II. And now we're approaching the time to where we've got our socialist government. And believe me, the Republican Party is a socialist, and they're claiming that the Democrats are communist. It's, it's, they're the same, and it's an act being used to get you wrapped up in this TV drama so that you don't understand what's really happening. And they're preparing us for the night of the long knives so they can create this one world order by ridding themselves of the Christians. Now you look at the news and in, in the description, I've got a story I seen yesterday to where they're, they're, they're declaring that there must be a deprogramming of Christians to get rid of the extremism in the country. To get rid of, what they're talking about is getting rid of Christianity, to get rid of the idea of freedom and the Constitution, to reprogram people to accept communism and do away with the Protestant church. That's what they're talking about. That's what's going on. It's, it's not, it's not, It's not what you think it is, but they're rallying, they are rallying the troops against the Christian people. Even now, if you're a Christian, if you do a podcast, 
they send local authorities against you because you are considered a threat because of the way they've categorized the threats. It's no longer the enemies of the Constitution because the country is already a socialist country that they've done away with the Constitution and they've gotten half of the public who still think that America is the land of the free, home of the brave, and that by going after the people that the government lists as threats, they think those people are dangerous. So they go after them thinking they're doing God a service. These are deceived people. And in their heads, they don't... Once they categorize you as this threat because the government says so, and then this 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 doctor, he's a doctor, he works for the government, he's over all of the medical and and intelligence and how they're gonna use it to create this new world order. And he's flat out says that if somebody opposes this new world order, they can go in and change how he is perceived by his community, by his doctor, by his government, by the people around him, by changing his records and spreading rumors. And then you go back to David Wilkerson's dream about America and his 1974 vision of America, what was going to happen. And I think the third to the last item in his prophecy was that in the end times, anybody that tried to step out to do God's will, to warn the people and have them turn back to God, that would step out in the public arena would be slandered. To the, they would not know where it's coming from because it's coming from intelligence. They wouldn't have an idea where it's coming from. It would seem to be coming from everywhere, and the people would turn against them to keep them quiet. And that's exactly what we're facing. So I'll add that. I'll add him stating that at the bottom here. It might just be an audio. I'm, I'll try to record it as a video. And then he goes on, but he goes on to say that if they continue and refuse to quit, they're going to torment and torture them with their, their new electronic weapons. And they're going to try to make them look like they're crazy, he said. They're going to try to make them look like they're mentally ill. And then if they still won't quit, they can eliminate them while they're in their homes without touching them. You know, I woke up this morning, my mouth was bleeding and my nose was bleeding. So they've got our nation divided by race, by uh, social scale, your, how much money you got. Ariel, let's go back this way. Let's go down this way one more time. By man and female, by children and old. They, they've, one of the things when, when we were growing up, it was always go, always listen to your elders because they know history. They've dealt with everything. And they'll help you figure out what's going on. Now they tell the kids, don't listen to your parents. They don't know nothing. They didn't have all this technology. you got to listen to science. That is communism. Communism is stated as the use of science to destroy the Christian faith. It was planned that way. 
So we're, we've got all this stuff that's going on. I walked into a store and they've got, uh, they've got a, I guess it's through that public, uh, what do they call that thing? Community policing. They're trusted brainwashed individuals that are servants to this government that are deceived into believing that it's America, that it's good. I'll sign up for their community watch or they're, they're drawn into it by signing up their business or signing up to churches. or That's why you got the churches that are in this here uh, clergy response thing. They got all this stuff set up. So they give these people programming. And whenever an individual, it's, it's in the Patriot Act, and it's a way of isolating people so that they can't be, have friends, so they can't uh, talk to people, so they can't uh, establish relationships, so they can't better themselves in business. But it warns them. As soon as you get, come up to them, I walked into a store and this this girl that you know you look at her and think, well, if if they're going to end the world, they're just going to save a few people. Girl, you're not one of them. <laughs> you know, uh, ain't no way. You know, you're you're just you're all the negative categories. And. Uh, she turned. She had two of her, two of the employees standing with her, and she turned her back to me, and she goes, "He's a," and pointed at me, and and she'd gotten a message on her phone. I was walking in, so it, it's telling them that I'm some kind of a bad guy, that I'm a criminal, or I'm this, or I'm that. So that soon as soon as I arrive, the attitude of the people turn against me. So I have no say. Nobody will listen to me. Nobody will listen to my message about God. And that's what they're doing to everybody that's trying to teach the truth right now. And they're getting ready to stop us dead in our tracks. Because there is no room for a relationship with God or the scripture in this new world order. They're going to outlaw the Bible and they're going to outlaw Christians. And they call this period of time, which I'm saying the, this coming night of the long knives, this period of which uh, their devoted servants are showing their loyalty by running and getting this here thing that they're currently getting, and they're going to receive a passport. And those that won't receive this passport are going to be on the outside, and they're going to say, look, these are the Christians. They're a danger to society. They're a threat to your health, and they're going to isolate us further. And then they're going to round us up and put us in these camps. And then we're going to face a night of the long knives where they're going to do the same thing they did in Iraq. Let the enemy roll across and into the areas where these camps and they're just going to wipe out everybody. And that's the way they're setting up this here plot. That's what we've got in front of us. And the reason we're going to have to face this is because of the ignorance of the people that will throw out the Constitution in favor of communist takeover and power because it's addictive to get a get. It used to be they got a badge and a gun and they served the public. If you got hurt, if you needed something, they'd even give you a ride to your house. Now they won't even talk to you because they're ordered not to. 
because the people feeding them the garbage that they're using to destroy you don't want them to talk to you and find out, wow, he's he's not a, he's not a bad guy. He's not a criminal. He's not this. They don't want them to find out the truth, so they won't allow any of them to talk to you. So when you roll up on one and you try to talk to one, they act cold. They act indifferent. They act hateful because they've already got this impression, which he said they could program to change the way you're perceived with your in your communities, with law enforcement and your peers by slander, which is satanic manipulation. It's evil. The Bible condemns you for doing that. It damns the people that do. And it flat out says, do not, do not slander your neighbors. Do not slander. Do not torture a person in his house. Everything they're doing is mentioned in the scripture. It's funny. It's almost like God knew they were going to do this. And it's hard. And I lose control. I'm a whore. That's what I'm saying. I'm a horrible Christian because I, in the middle of that torture, when it hurts the worst, when it feels like your heart's going to stop, you just wish there was a way for, to strike out to stop them. You wish you had them in front of you and had the right to defend your life. But in this satanic system, they're doing everything from the shadows. You can't see them. They'll sneak around. You'll hear them, but you won't see them. You might catch a glimpse of them, but they'll duck behind a tree or hide behind a bush or they'll jump in a car. And they'll, they won't look at you. They'll hide their face in the car. That's how you know these are the people that are working with them. And these are literal demons in our society. They have sold their souls and have become murderers and trolls. Sold their souls, become murderers and trolls. What a song that would be. I wish I could write and play music. I really do. The, uh, and these are all things that they've been very open about. They've been open about the technology that they're using. Their electronic weapon systems. They've been open about how they're going to use it. It's just that <laughs> none of our people can read or watch a scientific show for more than two minutes. That's why everything's a cartoon. Let me get in there first. Wait, I want to give you some water. Everybody's been dumbed down to the point that... Uh, they don't have the attention span to watch something like that or pay attention or, or to or to seek truth. They're not interested. People are not interested in truth anymore. They're interested in how it's how something's going to affect them. Is it going to make them happy or sad? Is it going to make their life better? Wait a minute. You want some water? Come here. I guess that's no. OK. <laughs> uh, that was a definite no. The. Uh, I'll give her some here in a minute. I got to get her bowl up. So that's, so we're not in danger any longer. We're not in the time of days of sorrows. We're not in the time, time of sorrows. We're already through that. And those times last until the end. 
I heard a brother talking about that yesterday. And I keep telling people, oh, we're just entering the time of sorrows. Kind of like it's separate from everything else. Like like we're at the very beginning. And they're so blind. To, they are so blind and deaf to what's going on. That they have no discernment. They don't have the spirit of God in them. There's no way they could have the spirit of God and not not see what's happening. And if you don't see what's happening, if you're not worried about your families, if you're not worried about your kids, your kids are programmed. I mean, that's why they have high school activities on Sunday now. They don't want your kids going to church and learning any truth. So they they occupy all their time. They've taken all the they've taken up seven days a week. So that you don't have an opportunity of getting the gospel in them. And then this lockdown, they say every kid's got a computer now. That was the worst invention. That the cell phones and a computer, that's straight demonic. They listen to you in your house. They can harass you in your house. They can, they, you know, the thing that gets me is, is they can harass you through, uh, and this private industry, which is, they, you know, they privatized our intelligence, but they have access to our government intelligence and they direct our government intelligence. But business can harass you with these electronic systems. Now, 5G, 4G, 5G was established as a weapon system, not not a communication system back in the 70s. They added communication to it. That way, everybody's carrying around a, a government weapon that can be used to shut you off immediately. And uh, so these private industries can harass you, and they can they can do it from their office. They got an office in each state that they established after 9-11, which was planned out and written by supposedly Joe Biden. He's the one that presented the the act that they're using to destroy this country. And now he's in there to finish implementing it. And uh, but the, the uh, that's where we're at. And that's they can they can they can harass. They're watching you in your house through your TV, through your Internet. They can use your the Wi-Fi. And it will show an outline like a like a, a picture of the inside of your house. They can see what you're doing, where you're at, with just the Wi-Fi. They don't they don't need a camera. So they can use these these different Wi-Fi frequencies to harass you and hurt you. And when you go to the doctor. If you are now they run, they have total control over the pharmaceutical and the doctors. So they got the doctors heavy in this mental health thing and they're harassing and torturing people in their homes. And they're telling doctors, well, people are having a hard time. And then they're telling police, well, I don't know. You need to go down and watch this guy because we we're listening to him on his TV. And what they're doing is they're torturing you and creating a situation and a reaction in you that they want to use to tell people that you're you're nuts. And that's another thing he talks about. How he can how they're gonna use these programs and these systems to 
and the fact that they control the medical system now, and they're going to send you to a doctor that's going to give them the outcome they want. They're going to determine that you're crazy, and then they're going to remove all your rights. That's one of their steps before they kill you. They want to try to drive, they want to try to make people think you're crazy. They want people to think you're a conspiracy nut, so they label truth as conspiracies because they don't want nobody knowing what they're doing. If you know what they're doing, you're a threat. If you if you show that you you're intelligent enough to figure these things out, then you are a target. And they justified this because what they've done is they've got a broad spectrum. They went ahead and started attacking some of the low people that don't have any intelligence to get them to do stupid stuff to show that, well, see, they told us the truth. This guy's bad and he's doing stuff. Well, they got this technology. Why are, why are there still kids doing drugs and people dying from drugs? They know everybody. They know everybody. It's not about drugs. Hello, brothers and sisters. I just want, I, I, I couldn't add that as a uh, audio, so I had to uh, add the whole thing. So if you go to the description, you'll see Dr. Evil, and uh, you can listen to the whole whole show. But he covers everything from the electronic, uh, changing your your records, changing your medical records, changing your, your psychological and police records, change how you're perceived. He covers torturing you to make people think you're crazy. He covers uh, uh, killing you, if that doesn't work. He covers the whole gambit in his talk, and he's talking about He's talking about those people who uh, refuse to quit opposing their satanic global order. And you might recall that recently, sorry, I had to get a drink. Recently, the government or intelligence or somebody said that uh, that anybody that talks about what's going on in the medical field right now or says anything negative about it will be turned over to the military um, for surveillance and for this whole pro- gambit, this whole program. You'll see doctors, female doctors. There's this one female doctor that's been very vocal and she comes out and she'll cry because she's been tortured uh, because she's trying to save people's lives. And trying to Away from the car, got my phone plugged in over there. I hope this thing had a clear signal. Let me go check. If it didn't, it would have shut off, so I have to start over. Okay, I'm almost there. Let's see. Let me see if it's still recording. Yeah, it's still recording. Let me make sure I'm still connected. Uh, 
Let me see. Uh oh. Make sure I didn't foul it up. No, it's still good. Let me check my connection here. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I'm still good. I'm still good if it's still recording. I'm good. Okay. Now, I want to go back to... I want to go back to the, what I'm talking to you about, the, the night of the long nights. You need to go listen to The Black Awakening by Russ Isdar. Because he, he, he was a police officer. He worked specifically with Satanists and with these uh, satanic... Uh, what do they call it? Uh, mind control and ritual, satanic ritual abuse. He worked with those people. He would be, he would, he has been friends or associates with people that were in the satanic super army, the secret army that's lying underneath society across this country, across Europe. He says there's about 10 million of them here in America that are Satanist witches that have been programmed and trained, and they've got secret training bases. Some of them, most of them underground or they're abandoned places. He's been taken to them. And they have told him, verbatim, that they smell Christian blood. They're waiting for the day when they are cut loose to kill Christians. You listen to Dana Coverstone's dreams about the wolves and the churches and how the the church is going to be attacked by these wolves. I think that was a symbolism of what Russ Bizar said. So all these things from the true, from the people that are really truly receiving messages from God that know what's going on, that are in touch with these secret groups, these secret armies, these secret Satanists, these, these groups that are planning to carry out the elimination, they don't know why they're doing it. They're just Satanists and they hate Christians. Like, like this whole movement and not declaring your kid a boy or a girl until they're old enough to make the decision. And they say that they're old enough to make that decision when they're like 10 years old or five years old or seven. And, uh, Women's lib, like it's like it's all a gimmick to destroy our society. To destroy, first thing they must do is take men from their role. Second thing they must do is eliminate the type A personalities, the men that are not a, that that will stand up by themselves. I'm I'm ashamed to tell you that I'm terrified. I am, I'm literally terrified, and, and there ain't nothing I can do about it. I, if you would, I'm going to beg you to pray for me. I'm going to ask you, please, as a brother and a sister in Christ, would you pray for me every day, every time I come to your mind, every time you think about me, every time you think about something I said, every time you think about my podcast, would you say a prayer for me? Please. The fact in life is the more you know, the more knowledge you have, the more you understand about what's happened, about history, about the things that are, have been, have, and are, 
and are going to take place. The more of that you understand and know. The the more the oh, what's the more you know, the less comfort you have, the less joy you have of what's going on in life. I I'm a happy person. I'm joyful. I've got a eternal joy in my heart. I even when I'm at my worst times, I'll I'm laughing and having I'll have a good enjoy myself because of that joy God put in my heart. When I'm being tortured or when I'm I, I get I get hurt. It hurts my feelings every time I see a police officer and I can't talk to him. I, I've always had a good relationship with him all my life until I started uh, standing against this this uh, this takeover. There's something they've done to my records that prevents them or makes them look at me a certain way. And I'll tell you, in my history, when I first started this, the I, I'd always had been doing writing. I'd written books. I'd written papers. I, but when I seen the things happening in Obama, and God stuck me right in the middle of it, and, and several occasions. First, first it was the uh, immigration. Nobody was talking about immigration. Nobody. It wasn't in the news. It wasn't on the radar. And I ended up uh, managing a company for the Chinese. China, it's a Chinese government-owned business. They wanted me to double the production, and they showed me where they wanted me to hire people. They didn't want to hire Americans. We don't want Americans. We want illegals. Uh, where, where am I going to find illegals? I don't know anything. We'll show you in the morning. They took me to a Catholic church, and at that Catholic church, they were processing and giving them fake names, fake IDs, getting their driver's licenses so they could work and vote, setting them up in homes and finding them jobs. Every business in that area was all, there wasn't any American, there's very, the few Americans that were working were living in poverty. So when I started reporting on that, I got in trouble. All of a sudden, it was weird because all of a sudden, when I when I seen that, when I started reporting on it, my reputation changed overnight. And then I went to a VA and I had a doctor tell me that uh, VA was, he said, be careful what they tell you here. Always get a second opinion. I said, why? What's going on? He said, I, I was in a meeting where they announced a new policy. I said, well, what's their policy? He said, they're going to let veterans die instead of treat them. They're going to start weaning out the veterans and and that's been their policy for a long time they've already if you look up that graph i've got it on front of one of my podcasts it shows that the people born before 1970 they're trying to get us out of the picture as fast as they can that way there's nobody that remembers what freedom was everybody was too young by the time they were 10 years old it hit the 80s and a lot of our freedoms were gone and uh, society had already changed from true freedom. Now, don't get me wrong. Freedom comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. That's where freedom comes from. That's where the liberty, or that's where liberty comes from. That's where American liberty was born. From the gospel through Jesus Christ. It was from that, that 
that covenant with Jesus Christ that George Washington made in Washington or New York on Wall Street at his inauguration, where he said that we were a Christian country and as long as we abided by the laws of God, we would be successful. But if we ever turned away from them, we would lose our country. And just like in the Old Testament, they hired uh, uh, somebody to try to get Israel. They they to cast spells on Israel and get them to turn away from God's law. So they'd be out of God's protection. They'd break God's law. God would withdraw his protection so their military could defeat Israel. And he couldn't do it. He could. God would not permit them to do that. But so they learned there. I mean, it's, Satan knows the word of God better than we do. So does the people that are serving him. The the when they took over the town in Washington State, and they stuck up their little sound uh, names for that town. If you look up the, the names and the numbers they used in the Strongs, it tells you what their plan is. They were making a mockery over the Christians because Christians don't have a clue because they don't read, they don't study, they don't verify anything in the Word of God. The Satanists know the Word of God better than our Christian people. I don't know it well enough. And I'm scared. I'm terrified about what's coming. I do not want to watch my brothers and sisters suffer and die. But if you go go to Jeremiah chapter 30, 31, it talks about the true... What do they call that? What is that word I'm looking for? When when the Jews migrated to Israel, that was fake. That was they wanted to claim that Jews are Israel. That way, the Israeli tribes, the true true Israel, would never realize that that we were part of history. So they created that situation to 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 remove part of the Bible, so we wouldn't see what was coming to us, so they could sneak up on us and. And create the time of Jacob's trouble. Jacob had 12 sons. There were 12 sons. There are 12 tribes of Israel. The Jews are one tribe. We're, we're getting ready to go through that period of time of Jacob's trouble. Where a remnant will be saved. There would be a remnant saved. Most will die. There's going to be a remnant of people that survive. I'm not worthy to be. I'm not worthy enough to be a part of that remnant. I lose my temper. I, I, I say things that I shouldn't. In desperation when I'm really down, <clears throat> that I know I can't follow through with. But when I'm in pain, when I'm suffering, you, it hurts. Sometimes it hurts really bad. And, I just, uh, I don't know how to tell you this stuff. I can show you where it's at. I can show you what's going on. I can show you people talking about it straight from the leadership of this country. I can't make you listen to it. I can't make you read the papers on on this stuff. I can't make you believe. 
the only way you believe is if you study and read and understand that this is what they're capable of and when haven't they used anything and more than they're capable of even when it's against the law that's why we don't have any constitutional rights no more that's why yeah i go i go back to that again the only thing we need to do to stop them is throw our phones and our computers turn off our cable tvs two would be repent well you'd have to repent also because god's not gonna god's not gonna save us if we don't enter into a true repentance and seek him only and 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 put this whole situation in his hands that's the only way that we can be that we can be saved through this situation we can stop it for the time being if we get rid of the computers and stuff then they're just going to bring war on us and, and use physical means but Brothers and sisters, we're, we're watching the people that understand what's happening are begging people to not do things and to do things. They're begging people to repent. They're begging people not to take part in some of this stuff. And they're getting ready to use this thing as a way to isolate the Christians and, and turn the public against the Christian people. And part of that plan is this this release of information on aliens and ufos they're going to use that as part of the attack on the christians and and then by the time they get finished with by the time they when they do that release of information look for very shortly after that for them to change their policies on the medical stuff and look for an abrupt change towards how Christians are treated, treated because the public is, they're going to turn public opinion against the Christians the way they turned it against militias, the way they've tried to turn it against guns, the way they've tried to turn it against uh, uh, some of our Christian leaders, uh, the way they, they manipulate us. They manipulate the public as a whole. Those that don't have wisdom and those that are not wise enough to see through the, the propaganda they are deceived. They are programmed. Those are the people that would chase you out of a store if you're not wearing a mask and come close to smacking you. These are the brainwashed that will be used to complete the destruction of our country. And I'm just one person. I'm nobody. I, I am literally nobody. I'm a Christian. I love God with all my heart. I'm not worthy of anything he's got. I'm not worthy of his forgiveness. But in the same token, please pray for me uh, that I survive these attacks or for protection. Share some love with me, please. And I'll fight as long as I can. And I hope that when you when you hear what I tell you, 
that one, you'll turn to the scripture and that you'll build a relationship with Jesus Christ because he is the only savior. He's the only one that can change your life. He's the only one that can help you understand the word of God only by communicating with God through Jesus Christ are you even able to have the the scales taken from your eyes so you can understand the scripture. That's why the the non-Christians think we're crazy is because they read the Bible and it doesn't make sense to them. Then, then they start looking for faults, things they can twist or things they don't understand that they can say, see, this don't make any sense. You have to have that you have to repent and ask God to teach you and start showing you the truth and he'll remove those blinders from you. It's only only through Jesus Christ is anything possible. Only by repentance. Only by a relationship with God are we going to survive any of us through this. I, I hope that that's what you understand, is every time I get a chance, I point you to Jesus Christ, not me. I'm, I'm raising questions in your head. I want you to research. I want you to verify the things I say. The things I put in, in the description box of this video, go to it, watch the videos, research, look up the Word of God. The Word of God is the only thing that matters. When you get, a, when you get the Word of God in your heart, your point of view of this world will change. You'll start to see things from God's position. You'll start to understand what you should be doing with your time instead of building your kingdom. You start to understand that that we're his servants. We're not we're not we're not here to build for anybody else. We're not here to build a Microsoft Corporation. We're not here for a car company. We're here to build the kingdom of God, and that's what we've massively failed at. And he knew we—he knew—he knew that we were going to fail. She wants to get in the car. I got her a ramp, and I finally wore her out enough today to where she's willing to use it. I think. There you go. Come on. Now down here. Down here. There. Come here. There. Now. There you go. Good girl. We're learning. She wouldn't walk on this when I was at the house. It took, that was first, this was the first time getting her in and out of the car with it. But she just, when she understood what I was doing, she just jumped right on it. She's a wonderful girl. If anybody, anything ever happens to me, somebody take care of my dog. She's wonderful. She is such a good, good girl. And, um. I don't know how to make anything plainer to you. I don't know how. I got to be real careful about what I say. I don't I want to try to limit how bad these attacks are. But I still have to tell you what's happening. And I still have to try to make it clear. And just doing that, there's people that are, besides intelligence, which uses the electronic means to attack you. They could be anywhere. They don't have to be anywhere near you. Then they use local authorities in there. The people in town that are have signed on with their programs uh, to get a 
hundred dollar gift certificate for terrorizing. I mean, they're they're terrorists. That's that's what they're they're acting. That they are actual terrorists. They're terrorizing the community that that, that don't agree with them. If you don't agree with them, uh, they're gonna interrupt your life, change your reputation, change the paperwork that that you utilize when you deal with the government or doctors or law enforcement. They're gonna change everything. And they're gonna just they're gonna slander you the way David Wilkerson said in his vision. There's his vision, David Wilkerson's 1974 vision. Look that up and watch it. I'm not going to add it in the description because it's full. And then there's a, a gentleman that said that, uh, I can't remember his name right now. I remember it all the time, but for some reason I just can't remember it right now. But he's, he's a pastor and he's living in South America. He's a pastor that has resided in that area to where they're having they're growing giant vegetables. And he, he come up here and he said, look, when you when you got a people that are living righteously, this is what happens. The vegetables, everything takes off. Uh, the spirit of God hits the land. And he says the carrots are 24 inches long. Uh, everything's giant. And. Uh, but he, he's got a he had a vision back in 72 and he was a young guy. And he's seen flat screen TVs. He's seen Hummers in his dream, and he tries to describe them. He's seen before, in the 70s, we didn't have all these high-rise buildings in cities that were just glass. That's new technology. So he's seen these glass buildings that he couldn't understand how they built them. He said he was amazed in his dream. But the name of his dream is I Saw the Tribulation. I saw the tribulation. You need to listen to that because everything, he'll go through what he was showed back in the 70s and everything he was shown has happened. And then he goes through what's getting ready to happen, the, the, this final deal where he watched, he watched his wife have her head cut off in, in his dream. And uh, then he was next in line, and he, he said he was so scared that he didn't even think about his wife. He was worried for himself, and he, he said, I, I'm so ashamed to say that, that, you know, I was just, it, it just changes. You just become so focused, and he said as he stood there in line, uh, as he got to the front, he felt somebody grab his hand, and he looked, and it was, it was Jesus. And he said when the when it came down to chop off his head, he said all of a sudden, he said he was looking up at the blade. He was laying on his back looking up at this blade, and he said he seen it fall, and then all of a sudden he was in heaven. He never the blade never touched him. He did, he said he he was just immediately translated and moved to heaven. And uh, that's a good one to watch too. So, and then you got to take even those there. You got to take and. You got to hold it up to scripture and see what scripture says, because, you know, if you would just do that, you'd realize that a lot of the stuff they're teaching nowadays is a lie. And that if you don't turn from those things, if you don't turn from them and turn to what's it say in scripture, 
because you failed to turn to the love of the truth, you let a delusion fall on you. That's what's going on with the majority of the people in America. They have failed to turn to the love of the truth. They have not, they're not verifying anything in scripture. What is wrong with this? Wait a second. Uh, there's something wrong here. I gotta pull over. Uh, anyway, I guess I should end this here. Okay, I, I got it going. But anyway, so please, Megan, you turn to the love of the truth. What is the love of the truth? It's the Word of God. It's Jesus Christ. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word became flesh. Jesus Christ is the answer, not me, not anybody else. Anybody that points you to anything other than Jesus Christ is wrong. Jesus is the answer. Seek Jesus. Have communion with him every day. Partake in his body, which is the word of God. When you get filled with his word and you and the word takes over your life, that's baptism. You've been baptized by the Holy Spirit. You've been changed. And now then you can start building God's kingdom and uh, be devoted to him only. Anyway, I love everybody, even my enemies. I pray for everybody. I ask that you all pray for me. And uh, I love you. Prepare your hearts. Prepare your souls. You know, work at your... Uh, Salvation and fear and trembling, because that's all that matters right now. If you don't have that worked out, then they, you know, they're gonna they they think they won. They think by eliminating us, they're gonna live happily. Well, they're gonna reduce down further, and then sudden destruction's coming for them. I mean, that, the amount of time they're gonna have after this year, uh, after they co-opt the destruction of the people that disagree with them at that point their lives are going to change abruptly but anyway brothers and sisters i love you i hope you're having a blessed day father in heaven i pray for those that listen i pray that you share that this come to people and that you use it to change their heart that you move them to the truth to your word to a relationship with your son Father, that many can be saved and return to the love of the truth, the word, your word, which you gave to us, and the covenant that you provided us, Lord, for redemption. Father, I love you with all my heart. I pray that you redeem my soul, that you forgive me for all my inadequacies, Father. I'm not, I'm probably the worst example in the world. I'm I'm horrible, and I just ask for your forgiveness. I love you, Father. I pray for those listening. 
In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I love you all. God bless you.